0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za zoe on 180
1: degrees Good evening, everybody. You are currently listening to 180 Degrees on 7 to 9 a.m. It is 7 o'clock and I am joined with the wonderful Amarain Böse. Good evening, good evening,
0: everybody. Unfortunately, Inga is not with us in studio tonight. <laughs> She'll be here with us again next week.
1: Yes, we miss her thoroughly. Her presence is solely missed. How has your weekend been? As per usual, chocked full of
0: work. Like...
1: I could luckily take
0: Sunday off, but Saturday from morning till mm. evening, assignments, assignments, assignments. And yours? Right.
1: I am the exact same. Being a student is really not easy. You know, you you barely have any weekends. And then when you do, you spend them with friends and the time really just flies by. It's insane. But anyways, you have such a fun filled show for you guys. Picked with a what's down in Cape Town with fun things that might be very affordable for you guys. A groovy movie that's quite modern, a Bible quiz. And we have a very interesting interview I'm quite excited for this one
0: Yeah, you guys might recognise her voice Might
1: sound a bit familiar If you guys have been listening to the show for some time now Maybe a voice I think we've all missed here
0: Oh, I've greatly missed her
1: Same, really I'm so excited for this Well, anyway, stick around, guys We'd love for you guys to hear this interview But right now, let's just listen to this banger of a song Cape Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape Town Cape town. what's down
0: in cape town? cape town okay guys now it's time for the what's down in cape town Waterbike around Simonstown town and false bay visit a shipwreck and wave to the penguins on an exhilarating water bike tour hopping on a Aboard a yacht is all very civilized. Surfing is quite site-specific and swimming is very tiring. But have you heard of water bikes? Hmm. These fabulous water cycles are making quite a splash. A little <laughs> excerpt from their website. Water bikes are silent, do not emit any emissions, and they, are, and they do not require any fuel, allowing the riders to explore safely and quietly without leaving an environmental footprint. So they are self-powered by your legs. Wow. The two-hour tour starts at 8am during summer, November to April, and 9am in winter, May to October. The times for the one hour tour are ten thirty a m twelve p m and one thirty pm Please contact Cape Town waterbikes by four p m the day before your scheduled tour to make sure they have your correct contact number and country dialing code. Bring a change of clothes before your tour starts. You'll be given a safety radio, buoyancy aid, and bottled water. You must be thirteen years of older guys to partake in this. also you must be five feet. Uh, which is one and a half meters so that the pedals can be reached <laughs> safely. So I do apologize to all my short people. This might not be for you. They are running a special till end of July. Um, So they are off- offering that special for 390 Rand instead of 490 Rand for that hours tour. And it is 690 Rand for the two-hour store. So a bit more expensive, but I feel like that's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it really sounds like it. Like, sometimes things are a little bit expensive, but it's all the more worth it that you take that financial... Step
0: And like, how many times are you going to water bike?
1: Right? It's not like a regular, regular bicycle that you have in your garage that you can just take down the street.
0: Some people might, though. Like, (laughs) go do it and let us know. I'm not a bikey person, so I'm not going to. (laughs) So the next is the Galileo Drive-In in in 2021. Moonlit movies from your car. Mm -hmm. Relive your favorite movie moments from the comfort and safety of your car. Door opens at 5.30 and movies start at 7. As you enter the venue, collect your food and snacks before before parking your car. Then find your spot, reverse in, open the hatch and get comfortable with mattresses, cushions and blankets, hmm. which unfortunately you must bring on your own. They will not will not be providing mattresses. Is it because of
1: COVID? Well, it's because they'll have to source like 40 mattresses per
0: event. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so true. I, I, too, I cannot imagine bringing a random mattress in my car. Oh, you don't know Afrikaans, people. You just <laughs> stuff it in the back of that bucket. Oh, no.
0: So there are also spot prizes for the best dress car so get your creative juices flowing with fairy lights movie themed address code lanterns and more there are a variety of movies and venues for this so please check out their site as well as webtickets.com prices start from 250 rand for a one or two person vehicle and you can order your snacks when you buy the tickets and they are operating until the 24th of September this year.
1: Oh, wow. That's quite some time, actually.
0: I'm really excited. Like, I'm planning on going with some of my friends. It, it seems really cool. There yeah. aren't any drive throughs anymore. So
1: true. I've been wanting to go to the Galileo um s- cinema. But unfortunately, the fact that most of my friends don't have cars holds us back just a smidge.
0: I will text you. <laughs> you are added to the roster for my yes! Galileo viewing evening. I am <laughs>
1: excited. Can't wait. We'll tell you guys about it when we get back. Let's go into the groovy movie section of the show. We want to hear about
0: what's happening in your town, suburb, school, church, community project, or organization. Send your information, stories, achievements, events, and news to content at kpulpit.co.za. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 time
1: to watch the movies now you just heard the jingle yes we are in the groovy movie section of the show now this week's groovy movie is actually actually very modern i know i try to stick to older movies and tv series but this one comes from a remake but i don't know if you've noticed but whenever disney remakes one of their older films from the 90s or whenever they always add a random new song
0: i had actually not noticed i've
1: noticed like they'll do all the old songs you know revisit them and then they'll be like yes and then they'll be like yes we need one inspirational one
0: well, I suppose all the music directors and stuff, they're just like, I want to write something too. I don't just I want to so. remake it. They're like,
1: I want to be known for something as well. So if you guys know what this week's groovy movie is, please contact us. Listen very carefully. And then send the answer, the name of the movie. That's all we want. We don't care about the name of the song right now. To 81 729 five seven yes you guys can send it there and alternatively if you want to sms us at a standard rate you can sms the name of the movie to three seven nine eight eight now listen up you guys we would love to hear from you i Degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7
2: to 9 a.m. Visit our website now, www.imymovement.co.za.
1: During the coronavirus pandemic, TWR is working with World Vision International to bring help and hope. Please pay attention to the following important announcement as we help each other in our faith communities
2: faith leaders are responsible to provide their communities and congregations with accurate information we need to speak the truth in love in order for faith leaders to do this they have the responsibility to stay abreast of the latest information from the world health organization and your local national ministries of health and use these sources of information faith leaders must at all costs prevent the spread of misinformation and actively discourage sharing of rumors myths and unvalidated news or fake news fight myths by not repeating them by providing any time to the myths we have the opposite effect communities actually just believe them more faith leaders instead should disseminate true information that is contrary to the myths that you hear
1: this message is brought to you by twr and world vision international 180 Degrees on I Am Youth Movement. So you just listened to a groovy tune that played after our groovy movie. So let me give you guys the answer because it's been three years and yes, I still hate keeping you guys in suspense. This week's groovy movie was from the 2019 remake of The Lion King, the first one. Woo! Yes, it's called Spirit. It was sang by Beyonce and it was not included in the original film
0: oh the beyonce one yeah see i was looking at it on the sheet i'm just like what song It is... mm, exactly. should have just been like the beyonce song
1: the beyonce song it was amazing i loved it to all of you guys who guessed correctly give yourselves a pat on the back you indeed know good cinema now let's head on into the interview i'm very excited for it
0: yes me too
1: Yes, would you like to tell us a little bit more about it, Amadei?
0: Yes, so this week we will be speaking with Duemini Luanay (sighs) McLaughlin. You guys might recognize that name. Just possibly. She was previously (laughs) a... one of us here on 180 Degrees, I've actually replaced her, but she is my sister, so she's not that mad at me. <laughs> she did leave the studio because she went off to be a full-time minister in Marisburg. So today we're chatting to her about the issues that ministers are having in small communities currently. Luana, how is it going with you? Hello, how
2: lovely is it to be talking on the radio again i cannot believe this i didn't think i'd get the opportunity so thank you so much for being patient enough to listen to my lovely voice
0: we've been biding our time since we can invite you for a, for a guest we've been sitting here going um, yes is it is it time is it now it it's some. time
1: mm-hmm. yes the time is upon us so i would like <laughs> you to tell you to tell us a bit more about
0: yourself
2: so i am a 28 year old minister who recently moved from cape town to the very tiny town of Marysburg. And I'm having an absolute blast here because who knew that introverts could have so much fun living in small communities with not a lot of people.
0: <laughs> Sounds like an absolute <laughs> vibe. Like, I've been to Marisburg a few times and the people there are very kind and very friendly. Shout out to all the Marysburg listeners. I know there are some of you out there.
2: Yes. One can, but uh, I don't know what radio station we get over here. <laughs> Oh, late the middle
1: for you guys do get the internet, though. <laughs> Thankfully. Yes. I've heard things about Marysburg. It sounds very tiny. <laughs> it's charming. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to ask you if you can tell us more about the community, specifically in Marysburg. So, sounds amazing. So Murray'sburg is um,
2: about 150 years old if I'm if I'm counting correctly. Uh, probably around one hundred and sixty years now at the moment. And it is a really small community founded mostly by Christian farmers who didn't want to travel all the way to Richmond or all the way to Crawford Net to actually go to church. So this town was founded specifically for people to be able to worship a little bit closer to home. Um and The town is about 5,000 people, which might sound like a lot, but I've got about 40 people in church (laughs) once a week, which is, you know, um, it's intimate and it's glorious and we can do the social distancing, which is fantastic. It is a type of community where you just walk into someone's house and you somehow put the kettle on yourself because, you know, here you are now in guy. <laughs> so there's an open-door policy everywhere and people are actually quite offended if you phone them beforehand and like, hi, is it okay if I pop around at this time? They're like, why are you phoning me? That's a ridiculous thing. And even though I've only been here seven months, actually, a few weeks ago, a friend of ours um, WhatsApped my husband to say, hey, he'll be popping past around 12 o'clock and I'm like, oh my word, something serious has happened because he's making an appointment. It's like, you know, something terrible has happened. We've got to sort this out. Turns out he literally just wanted a cup of coffee. So <laughs> we have assimilated into town. <laughs> um, and it's also, um, I do, I, um, what's the highest visit for Nails? I do home visits at people's homes and I hardly ever leave empty-handed. People love making things, cooking things and pickling things and baking things. And they don't let visitors leave empty-handed. So it's a, it's a very giving community. It's a very welcoming and warm community. So I, I count myself very blessed to be here.
0: Oh, it sounds like you've gotten a lot more Afrikaans since you've been there as well. <laughs> but you did move from, you the very, <laughs> you moved from the very English Cape Town to the very Afrikaans Maritzburg.
1: Yeah, I know. People speak English uh, in the self-defense. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh, this this town sounds so very nice. Like I've lived in the city pretty much my whole life. I'm a city girl, and it's there's a bit of of an unfriendly vibe in the city. Like you don't really know your neighbors. You can go to their house, but you know, you have to call a couple days in advance. Otherwise, you know, they might just pretend they're not at home. And the warmth that emanates from this very small town makes me so curious it makes me want to go there and like get to know the people and not because I want anything from them just because I want to (laughs) just because I want to experience this like loveliness it's very reminiscent of Ubuntu which I am constantly talking about because it's it's just so prevalent in South African societies and to see it here in Murraysburg in practice that is amazing
0: absolutely lovely so could you no, tell I totally us agree. could you tell us a bit more about the issues or struggles the community is facing currently?
2: So we are in South Africa, so we have got pretty much the same struggles that I think big cities have. The thing is though, you can't go into your house and pretend they're not there because the community is so small. So people will come to your door asking for help and asking for um food or money. Mm. Unfortunately, Marysburg is one of the, we've got one of the highest unemployment rates. Last, I checked it was over 90% of the town is unemployed, yeah. which is really intense because, I mean, it's so small, so there isn't a lot of opportunity for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs to really sell their weeds You've got to get very creative here. And I, I don't know, it feels a lot of the time like people have lost their imagination. They've sort of lost their hope to imagine better things and to do more. I've only been here seven months, so that's just a, a quick observation that I made. So, uh, yeah, that that's a bit of a struggle. And also, you know, the racial divides has also got that here, and it's it's really intense because it's in your face all the whole time, and especially uh, being a Dutch Reformed church with this gigantic tower that you see from afar. This is supposedly beacon of hope. We we do struggle with that. It is something that is, is quite difficult. What does help us though is that there aren't really language barriers because everyone has to Afrikaans. <laughs> if you come here speaking English, people will be like, oh, now, can you verstaan? this? It's like Afrikaans, Ek it's, like, it's like a good thing for your life. But my not a good <laughs> thing. <Aww. laughs> um, so, yes, that, that is a bit of a struggle. And um, alcohol, alcohol is a big, big issue here, unfortunately. Um Yeah, and being far away from a big town with its big resources, it has its pros and its cons. We get fresh produce every Thursday (laughs) at one of the shops here. So if you'd like to um, make some sort of fun mushroom pasta, but you don't have any mushrooms, you will have to wait until Thursday before you can do that. And maybe even phone ahead so they can keep a few Mm -hmm. packets aside for you. So. This town is, doesn't leave much room for spontaneity unless you'd like to go running around in the, in the bush or go ride a <laughs> horse or, you know, go do some adventuring. And also something from, coming from a city where it's very past, fast-paced and you've got English resources. Mm-hmm. There are English people that you could phone to come and help you with something. And you can just do the thing because there's internet that's really fast. You can just jump in your car and everything's close by. Here things are very, very slow. So this isn't necessarily a challenge for most people, but it is for me to slow down and to tell myself, listen, if you move too fast, you won't take people with you. You will miss people. You will mm-hmm. drive right past them. So to move a lot slower to walk instead of run and to plan a bit more to build more relationships to drink that extra cup of coffee with the person you're talking to not rushing off to your next appointment because you don't have a next appointment because you just walk into people's homes you tell them i'll visit you sometime in the week and they'll sort of have something ready um it it is a bit of a perspective shift so yes yeah it's, it's mostly perspective i'd say
0: but that's something that I think is very important for ministers overall to learn because I feel like even in cities you are pushed to move very fast and not all your congregants need that fast movement. Some of them need yeah. a slow journey. So mm. I think that's a very important lesson to learn and it, it's mm. good to be made, made made aware of that in the way you have.
2: Yes. And I actually also forgot to mention it's it's a productivity thing, right? Like You are worth as much as you can produce. Uh, yes. So money talks numbers talk here our congregation I think on the books we are 400 people but between 40 and 50 people will attend every week because some of the farmers live really far away or it's hunting season now so everyone's got hunters who come so they need to entertain and take care of the hunters so they don't come to church so if I were to be offended every single time every week when a certain person didn't come to church or they skipped or whatever because I can see oh there aren't a lot of people here today Exocircle. I mean, in a mega church where you've got between 500 and 2,000 people sitting in front of you, you know, if there's a constant rotation, you don't really notice. But in a small community where people still have their seats in the church, you know exactly who's not here because the seat is empty. That, that's also something you need to... I, I really often need to tell myself it's not about you calm down, ego. <laughs> people are living their lives and you can't just measure success in your community by people who sit in the benches or sit in the pews on a Sunday. You've got to actually be part of the community.
1: Hmm. It really sounds like living in this smaller town is, like, as you've said, it's led to... Sorry... I'm a, there's a bit of a something going around here in the big city. Not COVID. Well, also it's not COVID. Co- it's actually, <laughs> but it's winter. <laughs> <so> it's- <laughs> no, but
0: it—it it, it is. There is I a just really want bad. the listeners to know that Zoe doesn't have COVID. She I has really
1: a don't. cold. <laughs> it's just a regular You shouldn't day. say it so vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like this is something going around. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. COVID nineteen. whatever. <laughs> but no. Um it sounds like living in a small community has really given you a very good lesson on just how to be more content and a better person. It almost feels like we should all this is like reminds me of a show we did last year in a place called Stillebosch and how It's very nice to go there and just slow down and like think about things. And it just feels like every once in a while, everyone should get to a time where they go somewhere for a little bit to slow down, think about their lives, and you know, improve by being alone with their thoughts, being alone with God, and really assessing the situation around them. So, this sounds like a very, very good opportunity for you and just literally anyone.
2: It's my life now. Yes. (laughs) When I want to go to be quiet. I just go outside. <laughs> um, no, I, I absolutely agree with you. Trying to make peace with your thoughts and to find God in the stillness, you—it's it, really difficult to make excuses to get out of it Because when I drive to a farm that's like between forty-five and hour, forty-five minutes and an hour away, I I stop so often because I'm just so overwhelmed by how beautiful it is. And when I get out of my car. And I'm just surrounded by absolute stillness. Those mm. nicks me. I aren't even sheep doing anything. I not nicks. And you can't not be overwhelmed by the glory of God in that. You just mm. cannot. It's impossible. I mean, how, far, how fast must you be running in your thoughts to miss all of that? So, yes, I have no excuse <laughs> here in this small town, And... Yeah, I don't know. It, it it feels like you've gone a bit back in time when when things were slower and mm. you made stuff yourself and you you were just you you were just closer to God because you moved so much slower. So it was easier to hear His voice and to see Him working in your life. You weren't walking past or running past what He was doing. Mm.
1: Yeah. Wow. It just reminds me of this YouTuber I have recently started watching, and she said something very very similar. But I would like to ask, Mm -hmm. how has COVID affected the community? Well, that's a bit of a,
2: a, a (laughs) there are phases to that question. So for some reason, for quite a while, COVID missed the town. The first wave, um, I think there were a few cases, that was before I got here. Um, But things were quiet, things were chilled out. I think the second wave missed us entirely. If I'm being totally honest, we had hardly any cases because people are so isolated here and they, they stay on their farms. They really only go out when they have to, because it's such a slip to leave. Mm -hmm. And even in town, you know, we try to reinforce the mask wearing thing, but as you well know in the city as well. Um, But, we do have vulnerable people here. The old age home is literally a stone's throw away from my house. And there are vulnerable people there. We have people with morbidity and people who have lost friends or family to COVID as well who live in different areas. So... People are scared. Mm. <laughs> People are getting more nervous about it. it. It kind of ebbs and it flows. It depends if anyone in town or anyone in the congregation has got it. When The moment someone in the congregation has a dance, then they're struggling. And they're like, oh my word, where's my hand sanitized? So I'm not going to shake your hand. I'm not going to pretend to wear my mask. I will actually wear it. Um, And it has affected our numbers in churches. Well, I've had people call and say, listen, I'm so sorry, but we are just too scared to Mm. leave our homes at the moment. Is there a way that you could come to us? Is there a way that you could um, come and visit us? And in some cases, that is totally possible. While the churches were closed, we weren't allowed to have church. Um, I unfortunately couldn't do videos like a lot of my colleagues could do because people on the farms don't have good enough internet it's just it's too difficult for them to watch it and also a 20 minute long video where the quality is bad mm. the sound quality is bad it's it's, it's just a, it's torture you don't <laughs> to sit through that so I actually opted to go into doing podcasts and to keep them between 10 and 20 minutes but Actually, thinking back now, 20 minutes was far too long (laughs) as well. Um, But that could be WhatsApped to people and they could send that along. So it used their data and was more accessible to them, especially because it was on their phones. Um, But again, that didn't work so well for people because they like coming to church. They don't like listening to church or watching church. This is a community that wants to be together, that wants to get out of bed and sing and pray together and see one another it, it's 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 that an this is like one of the big social events is going to church once a week because that's when people from afar would come together so mm-hmm. People are quite isolated and they are so lonely. I have noticed that if they see one another in the street, this long sales is what they're They have fat chats in the streets, socially distant with their masks on, you know, when they're feeling nervous. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it has. And what's also been difficult is being a new minister in COVID times. Mm. So there are congregants that I have heard of that I have never seen and that I also can't go and visit because they are busy isolating or they just don't want a person who's been all over town to come into their home as well, which one can absolutely understand. And from the stories that I've heard of Marysburg before the pandemic is of that warmth and inviting and and giving nature that I spoke about earlier, but multiply it by twenty, like on high. So this this at the moment is them sort of being distant and sort of isolating. But they're when all of this is gone, they're so up in each other's grill. They're so part of a, a community and I I mean if you only drink one cup of coffee they really do get offended. They're like, Listen, <laughs> where's the second cup, you know? <laughs> so I, I have noticed that people are lonely and they're tired. They they they're not listening this anymore, and I think that's 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 true of the entire country. That's not
0: just Murray'sburg. So the last question I wanted to ask you is: there anything that the listeners can do to help Murray'sburg? little, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please follow
2: follow our Facebook page. Marysburg has got a Facebook page. Oh. Check out our stunning photos. Like them, comment on them, and plan a trip here after COVID. Don't bring your foreign bottom into until COVID is done. Um, I don't know, but also just, just stay in contact with people, and I think it will be really beneficial to read up a bit on Marysburg. And what a big role it actually played. Very quietly, it was one of the um, one of the only towns in the country who didn't have didn't have a, bat- a battalion during the Second Andrew Boer War because they were just like, no, <laughs> we don't want to. We're not keen for this. Hmm. It's, it's got such a rich history. Andrew Murray was actually one of the founders of, of the church here, which is why it's called Murray'sburg. The other founder is Johannes Badenberger, who gave up a part of his farm to start it off. So this this whole town is so intertwined with the church and and with the broader church family, it played such a big role. A few of the Dutch Reformed church moderators were actually also here at some point. It's, it's really mm-hmm. interesting to read up about it. So read up about Marysburg. Come and have a look when it's safer again. Don't just drive through the town. Stop and speak to the locals. And take take a note, Take a leaf out of our book. Give to one another. Kair like a psalm when it's safe to do so. Make sure that people are doing okay. Really stop and listen to what they're saying, and get up in each other's business. Don't be noisy, but just make it known that you care and that you are there to support. Be a real community person.
0: So what it sounds like to me is we can't help Maitersburg, but Maitersburg can actually really help us. Yes. Oh, that's
2: well worded. Yes.
1: You can take a page (laughs) out of their books and read it thoroughly every day. Thank you you so much, Lou. (laughs)
2: Thank you, Thank very you so much. much. It's been so nice talking to you guys. Man, someday we'll see each other in person again and we can do an in-person interview.
0: Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. You must have an incredibly lovely evening further. Go enjoy time with your husband and little child. And yeah,
1: I'll hopefully see you soon.
0: Lekker.
2: Stay good, guys.
1: Goodbye. Bye. Bye. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, now it is time for the Bible quiz. Mm -hmm. So this week's Bible quiz question is, who is the high priest of Jerusalem that puts Jesus on trial? You can find that answer in Matthew 26, verse 56 to 67. Please WhatsApp us those answers to 81 729-1657 or sms us at 37988
1: it's so interesting because i i don't actually think i know his name but i have the name of someone else in my mind he's got a really fun name actually Hmm. looking forward to hearing your
0: answers guys 180 degrees on i am youth movement
2: follow us on facebook today i am radio
0: all right guys welcome back so Before the break, we asked you a question. Who was the high priest of Jerusalem that put Jesus on trial? And you could have found that answer in Matthew 26, verse 56 to 67. So let me not keep you guys waiting. The answer to that is Caiaphas. Woo!
1: That's definitely not who I was thinking of. Who were you thinking of? I was thinking of Pontius Pilate for some reason.
0: I think he was more like a magistrate because Caiaphas was the guy who brought Jesus' court case to Pontius Pilatus, like Caiaphas was a Jew. Oh, he's hmm. the guy that dragged Jesus. Like he was like, now nah, this man isn't good for us, so he, he can be blamed more than Pontius Pilatus.
1: <laughs> I feel like Pilate was like, no, guys, actually, he might be innocent.
0: But he literally said like, I'm washing my hands clean of this. Like yeah. this is y'all's decision, and Caiaphas was the leader of the the Jewish group leading everything. So yeah, wow, Caiaphas, guys, it's a new, it's a great day to learn something new. Hmm, indeed. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about
2: being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are
0: the true source of happiness.
1: And we are in the happy health section of the show. Now I will be taking over this from Inga. Inga, we are praying for you, but you chose a good segment. This week we are going to be focusing on 10 tips for a good To maintain good mental health. Now the first one is to get plenty of sleep. We humans need to recharge our batteries. And one of the ways we do this besides consuming copious amounts of caffeine is by sleeping. It's the much Much healthier version. The next is to eat well. This is I don't know how accurate the food pyramid is, but try and eat lots of greens. But there are there are updated versions of the food pyramid as well. The one I'm thinking of I saw when I was like 10 and my mind is maybe Google new food.
0: But like greens, (laughs) starches are actually really important for you as well. So don't give in to those Mm -hmm. fair diets, but get a healthy balanced meal
1: exactly that's the important thing your plate should be very colorful you guys and well-fed it doesn't just
0: mean lots of variety it means enough as
1: well make sure you're not under eating so true because that's also a thing people do not even realize that they do like that's
0: skipping meals exactly
1: that's not good for you you guys please eat every meal and make sure they're all very balanced and healthy next is to avoid alcohol smoking and drugs I'm just going to end that there. It's fun, fun <laughs> self-speaking, the Afrikaans <laughs> people would say. Yes, it's very bad for you. It can. Ha- I know spoken in particular harms your... Lungs, you can send yourself to an early grave. Excessive amounts of alcohol can damage your liver. Drugs, we all know what can happen to you regardless of the drug. They each have their own personal effect on you that is not good, and you do not want to experience that or gamble with your life. So just stay clear of that. The next is to get plenty of sunlight. This one ties in very well with eating healthily because sunlight will give you lots of vitamin D. That's very important for fighting against various diseases and viruses. I remember. I always say this, but like when the um, settlers came down to South Africa in the 1600s, they initially just wanted Cape Town as a report, a place where they could get new vegetables.
0: Yeah. And fresh water.
1: Yeah. And like sunlight. Because like. It was very healthy for them. A lot of them were dying of scurvy. So South Africa is actually very beautifully positioned in that regard for getting sunlight. Next is to manage stress. If you do not manage your stress levels, you can literally fall sick. There are various diseases you can contract if you do not look after your stress.
0: As well as heart conditions. So true. If you stress too much, it does. it is like it literally stresses your heart as well, mm-hmm. which can lead to early heart attacks.
1: Exactly. We want to be very healthy here in 180 Degrees. So do things every once in a while. Take time to relax and enjoy your life. Next, which connects very clearly to this is activity and exercise whether it be walking a couple kilometers per day or you know straight up going to the gym and attending a pilates class or something make sure you keep active in any way possible get a fitbit use the health app on your phone it'll change your life i know it's changed my life since i've started taking my steps a little bit more seriously next is to do something you enjoy if you do not enjoy exercise or anything like that do something fun that's not going to affect your health negatively
0: An example that you can combine the previous tip with this tip is, for example, dancing. Take dance classes. There are so many different kinds of dances, different genres, whatever you call them, different styles. Go find an exercise that you enjoy Mm -hmm. because exercising can suck if it's a, a punishment.
1: Amen to that, sister. You have to really like exercise to do it regularly you have to force yourself to enjoy it otherwise you just won't next is to connect with others and be social now we understand that during these lockdown covid times that can be especially stressful because we are all under lockdowns and zoom calls can only take you so far but if we are in a in a lockdown situation let's say level 1 or 2 and we can actually go and visit other people at their houses I would, I would recommend that you do that. The Zoom call is very impersonal. It cannot com- replace human touch. So when we are in those stages, I encourage you guys to see your friends socially distanced, masked, sanitized. Be safe. We do not want to spread COVID.
0: But some fun ways you can also be social while, well, for example, doing an activity you love is uh, stuff like dis- using Discord while you're playing yeah. video games with your friends. Just... Simulating an activity you would do before
1: together, yeah. so true, we just because life is a little different now doesn't mean it has to completely suck. Next is to do things for others. I've always said it's not about getting to get well, not it's not about getting to get but getting to give. There's so much joy that can be attained from being a blessing to other people, like that's not something you can buy. And it's just things. Money always returns. I've always said to myself as I've splurged on things I may not have gotten, but this doing that for other people is very good. You will always feel better for it. And last but not least is to ask for help whenever you need it. There's no shame in asking for help. Everyone needs help every once in a while. And if you have a strong support system of people who you visit regularly who love you, which I know we all do, they will not mind you asking for help.
0: And something I always say to people is, remember, you're always so ready to help other people. Why would you assume they're not ready to help you? So true. Accept
1: the love you give others. Amen. That is so true. Those are the 10 happy health tips we have for your mental health for this week. Let's just listen to the song as we close out quickly. And we are currently at the bottom of the hour. Again. I can't believe it, guys. Right. Time really just flies by every week. One of these days, we should have a two-hour long show. That would be so much fun. I'm really
0: looking forward. We should pitch it to,
1: to, yes. the, to the studio execs. Indeed. If you guys want to listen to us talk for two hours, please, please, please WhatsApp us. We would love to hear from you. You can WhatsApp us at oh eight one seven two nine. One, six, five, seven. We'd love to hear from you guys. The show was really fun. I loved talking to Lou. I loved hearing about Murraysburg. I loved hearing about Caiaphas.
0: (laughs) And remember this show, if you guys would want to listen to it again, is available in podcast form. It should be up in about two days time at Wednesday morning. Yes, totally. It
1: usually comes up within two days of the show.
0: Yeah, so if you'd like to send it to to advertise how Marisburg is, how you'd like to, to go there, send it to your mom and see what she thinks.
1: Yes, but as for now, we have to say goodbye, but do not turn off your radio. Stick around for the youth show that plays afterwards. But for now, this has been 180 Degrees, signing, signing out. out. This insert was brought to you by Radio K
0: Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.